So we did four parts on Midas. And now that we did four parts on Midas, we're ready to talk about individual Midas. And the Midas that we're currently exploring is Ahava, is love. So let me start with this, that there is a Sefer which is called Halekach V'Halibuf, written by a Tomim, whose name was Haraf Sender Yudasin, Alexander Sender Yudasin. It's a Peter Shantanya, and it also has some stories. And he also has a section on Lomdas, on Shas. And um, in the back of the Sefer, Alekach V'Halibuf, he lists 10 different types of Ahava found in Tanya, 10 different types of Ahava found in Tanya. This list was reprinted in a little book called Kitsure Amorim, which was made by Harav Weinfeld. It used to be Eshkel, now it's a different name. Shaila Moira, I think. And he has a kitzer of Tanya, which the Rebbe saw and approved, along with a map. And in the back, he reprints the the Eser Ahaves from the Sefer Alekach Valibov. If you want to look at that list, you have to look it up, um, and you can see it in the original. So Ava is obviously dynamic. If in the Tanya alone you have ten different types of love, so clearly Ava is a complex issue. So we're going to divide it up into several sections as well. This is just Ahava, basically love, and then we'll talk about other kinds of love, Imitz Hashem, in separate segments of this series. The first thing you have to know about the word Ava, as it's explained in Hasidus, is that the shadish of the word Ava is Ova, Ava Beis Hei. Like it says in Chumash, Ova Hashem Alekach Alishmoya El Bilam, and Hasidus argues that the word Ova, Ava Beis Hei, is the grammatical source for Ava. So Ava means want. Whenever you speak about want, there's a presumption that you want something you do not yet have. So that puts a very, very interesting parameter on the definition of the term. Ava is an emotional energy, but it's not an emotional energy of already being intimate, already being one with. But the criteria for love is that there's two things. There's me, the, the lover and the loved, and in, in course in Avajas Hashem, it's the person and God Almighty, and they're separate, and the urge, the desire, the want of the lover to be closer to the loved is what determines, is what defines Ahava, or that defines a love. And of course, we all know the famous teaching of the Baal Shem Tev, on the Pasuk, that the Baal Shem Tev modified it, and instead of it saying, it should say, meaning, that a person is far away from Hashem and he wants God very urgently and he says that when he was closer to God he had God so the Baal Shem Tev flipped it around and said that a person is far away from the Abish that he desires God and then he says Halavai I wish I was as involved with God when I was close to him as I'm involved with him when I'm far from him and this is where the passion of love comes from when somebody wants something that they do not have that's what the urgency, that's what the passion is. But love is defined by wanting something that we don't yet have. Now, of course, there is an exception to this rule that's called Ava B'ta'anugim, 
which is arguably a contradiction, a dichotomy, but will save our discussion on the contradiction of Abba Betanugim for when we discuss Abba Betanugim. Another characteristic which is distinct to love is what says in the Tanya in several places, Yesh Misha Oyev, that the beginning of all love is love of self, as people like to say it in psychology. Yesh Misha Oyev means there is he who loves. And the word yesh in this case means there is an ego that loves. Meaning to say that love, which is really a emotion of want, of desire, is predicated on separateness of self. In other words, for you to love somebody else, it's not enough that you have an interest in that somebody else. You have to have an interest in self. There's no way for you to love somebody else if you don't love yourself first. As you've heard the uh, cliché that goes around so popularly these days, that you're supposed to love your fellow as you love yourself. So it's been said by many, there's no way to love somebody else unless you love yourself. Recently, I repeated this at a Fabrengen, and one of my students said that he heard exactly the opposite. There's no way to love yourself until you learn how to love somebody else. And I found this second interpretation incredibly profound, and I think they're both true. You can't love somebody else unless you love yourself first. And on a deeper level, the only way to truly love yourself is to be able to truly love somebody else. But the, the root of the word yesh, the root of the idea of yesh mish oyev, is that the center of love is selfish. In other words, if I desire to have a relationship with you, there's a sense of self, of I, that's a significant part of that urge, of that desire. Yira is different. Yira is different. Even though when you read the Tanya, it can be a bit confusing, but it seems implicit from chapter 42. Yira is based on Bittl. And Ahava is based on Yesh. I cannot love somebody else unless the center of that love is me. So that puts another limitation on love. If, in order for me to love somebody else, I need to have my own ego, my own self-identity, love, even love of God, on many, many levels, has at its base self, selfishness, which is the opposite of altruism, of dedication to HaKadosh Baruch That's a second characteristic limitation of love. And then there's a third. This is the most interesting. That it says in Siddur, Zechair of Nimshachacharecha Kamayim. Avram Avinu is called Avram Oyev, he's God's lover. And in the Geshem that we read on Shemini Atzeres, we mention Avram Avinu that he drew, he was drawn to HaKadosh Baruch like water. In other words, another characteristic of love is it's being equated, it's being compared to water. And in my Marich Hasidus, two arguments are made in as much as this is concerned. Number one, water is adhesive. The nature of water is that it's dveikas, that it cleaves, that it sticks, that it attaches itself to other things naturally, right? It's a solvent, it's an adhesive. And it adheres to things and things adhere to it. It creates bonds, chemically speaking. So Ahava is like water. Ava means that this want, which is rooted in self, has a natural adhesive property. It's, it's, it, it, it draws you and it attaches you and it unifies you with that other entity with which you wish to become one, like water. Water sticks molecules together. Water uh, dissolves differences and makes it into a unity. And, and in love, there is these properties of adhesion and being a solvent. But there's another side to that coin. On the other side of that coin is that water is actually a weak bond. It's true that water has a tendency to 
to make things stick to it, but it's a weak bond. And the argument is being made that love, which is categorized in Hasidus as a want, which cannot exist without a self-base, a basis of self, is soft. It's not that strong. Love is not considered the strongest emotion. We think it's the strongest emotion. We think it's the most preeminent, predominant emotion, because as human beings, we, we celebrate it, we focus on it, we emphasize it. But in fact, love is compared to water to denote that it's a weak emotion, doesn't have a lot of power, which means to say it can be easily dislodged as opposed to fear, which is compared to fire. When a person's relationship is based on fear, so that's a much, much more powerful connection. And you have in Tanya, in chapter 50, Ava Ke'esh. The whole point of Ava Ke'esh is that there's a love that has a lot of power, but the power is not coming from the love itself, because love's nature is like water, is adhesive. The power is coming from the character, from the person, from Gvura. So these are the points that define love, basically. Ahavo by itself, without giving it a last name, whether you want to call it Avativis, um, Avasichlis, Avaraba, and all the other kinds of love which we're going to be discussing in the subsequent segments. This segment simply defined love basically with these characteristics. It means I want and I don't have. It means that it's centered on I and that it's like water, both that it creates an adhesive, a natural connection between one and the other, and that it's actually weak.